Welcome please to the JVG podcast where these G's are going to spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catches seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JVG NBA Tribute Show. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Jeff Van Gundy NBA Tribute Show. My name is Marco and I'm joined today by... Uh, the man himself, 60, 64 point splash, <laughs> Samuel Reeves. Thanks, Marco. I, I, I knew you were going to bring that up. You, you did? I, I, I I'm not going to stop. I now. almost forgot it. And then in the last few seconds, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, like everyone's got to have a nickname. Everyone does have to have a nickname. And I have big shoes to fill, like two of them. I've got to fill Alessio's and, and Lucas's. Lucas's. So I need all of them. And, you know, what's the only thing you have over both of them? On-court, on-court <laughs> accomplishments. Like, yeah, but they they have a podcast, so... Yeah, well... See, this is the thing, all right? Now, Aless isn't here, but I'll talk about him. Mm. Um, we've been we've been angling hard for him to get his own podcast. Yeah. And yeah. put it in the Pantheon. Because, like, every time you have him on... A four-man week plus Marco, he's fantastic. Uh, when me and Lucas had him on solo guest for the first time, it was so good. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was like it was like interviewing a hero or something <laughs> with your best friend. Like, um, and then yeah, obviously the last three episodes have just been so good. Oh, <laughs> and he's so just... so much fun to record and have just gone forever and felt like they're never going to tape. I off. did get I did see him at a party once and suggest to him in an inebriated state that. Maybe we should start a podcast and then. True. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Um, so watch this space. Yeah. Yeah. Now that now that Deep Two aren't uh, aren't a member of uh, Redacted anymore, uh, you know, it's time to expand the universe. It's time to bring some more people under the fold. Um, but anyway, so Sam, obviously <clears throat> the the first thing uh, everyone needs to know about you is you once had sixty four points. Yeah, that is number one night game. Uh, the second thing is that you're a Boston Celtics <laughs> fan, um, which is yeah. Um, I feel I feel like hmm, I don't want to I don't want to offend you here, but I think I feel like Boston fans. Being a Boston fan is very much more core to them than a lot of other teams. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's, it's just teams like success and size, and it's a lot like being a Carlton supporter. Yeah, like a lot of past success. Yeah, and then. I mean, Boston at least good good at the moment, oh, but and also in the grand scheme of things, if you've won a championship in the last fifteen years, like you know, yeah, yeah, you're pretty. And good. look, the only, the only important championship's the next one. So, oh, God, couldn't have said it about myself. What number? What number is it? Seventeen. Eighteen. For Eighteen. Boston, if we win this one. Wow. Hey, congrats in advance. <laughs> um, getting ahead of ourselves. No, I keep, I, keep, I keep having to derive myself. Milwaukee about it, Milwaukee about it. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah, I'm not yeah. disappointed. You have to temper your expectations. But I think we said it at the beginning of the season, like you're going to win one in the next three years. I, I feel like almost guaranteed there is one there. Yeah, unless, unless I mean, I, I assume we'll get to it, but Jalen Brown is, yeah. is a bit of a question <laughs> yeah. mark. Right, let's, <laughs> let's get to that. Let's move through it. So good season for Boston. Uh, you were the... You were the first seed in the East for quite a long time. Yeah, almost three quarters of the season. Yeah, and then I felt it felt like twenty games into the season. You're like, all right, we're good. You know, uh, you finished fifty-seven, twenty-five, uh, second best offensive rating and third best defensive rating. So that's behind the Kings on offense. Those are skewed as well because we started the season yeah. offensively, for, like the best team for the first twenty games mm-hmm. or something, and then didn't fall off, but. Drop down. No, a bit. no, you fell behind the team with the best offensive rating. <laughs> yeah, of all but I think, time. I think the second, the second half of the season, we might have been more like 
seventh or something yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, a period yeah. of that. And then we started the season pretty average defensively mm. and then, you know, Robert Williams comes back. and Yeah, yeah. Um, and Joe Mazzola sort of figures, figures everything yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, so that's, that's sort of the first point. Uh, at the beginning of this season, uh, after all the Ime Yudoko business, it felt like this could be like a down year or like, you know, all right, I guess uh, this is a bad comparison considering how things went, but like what, you know, the Mavericks were like, all right, maybe this isn't our year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But let's just, let's just coast this season. We'll get to the playoffs, see what happens, uh, you know, and then we'll reassess next year. Like, is, is Joe Mazzullo a good coach? Can Yudoka come back? Like, do we bring in someone of a higher pedigree? But yeah, Joe Mazzullo was just like one of the best coaches. Yeah, he was awesome, league. wasn't he? And he kind of, I mean, I, I didn't realize this until this year. Um, I heard that he was the one that came up with the defensive scheme mm. that saw us turn our season around last year, yeah. which was hiding Robert Williams, not hiding him, so putting him in the corner yeah. off ball. Instead of in the pick and roll. Yeah, yeah. instead of in the pick and roll, letting Al Horford um, do that so he could come over and you know, his, obviously his best assets changing shots. So it shouldn't have really surprised us that he was as good as he was mm. but I think Yudoka set the standard really high all the players loved him obviously I'm super happy Yudoka's, got, Yudoka's gone so <laughs> do not need that um, yeah. but yeah Joe Mazzulla for, for the start of the season probably coach of the year until yeah. you know, obviously Mike Brown is yeah yeah and for you know you, you can't understate an assistant stepping into a head coaching role uh, for the first time and also like you know huge team huge market huge media mm. scrutiny Especially when you're filling your Doka's shoes as well. But yeah, obviously, like your locker room is so in tune with each other. Yeah. There's no like, there was no growing pains there. There was just like, all right, cool. We know this guy. Yeah. He's been coaching us on D, you know, for the past 50, 60 games anyway. Uh, like we, res- we respect what he's doing. So no wonder everyone sort of fell in line behind him. I suppose. Yeah. And like the, the, the guys we've brought in have like just fit in seamlessly. And mm. I think a big part of... Danny Ainge set this and then, you know, Brad Stevens taking over. High, high character guys. Yeah. Like Malcolm Brogdon yeah. like, was the perfect signing, mm. basically. Mm. Um, just gave us that extra ball handler, creator on the perimeter. Once the ball gets swing, um, swings to him on, like, the wing after ta- Tatum attacks or something, he's so quick. Yeah, and just, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he just makes the right decision every time as well. Like, mm. doesn't hesitate. He's got. He's. It's good that he's got that mentality of someone who's been like, you know, not a franchise player, but been, you know, yeah. like a very, very key star player in an offense. But like, I think you can go one of two ways where you're like, all right, cool, I'm still the star. Like, I, I need yeah. shots. I need this. I need that. Or I can go like him, where he's like, well, I know what I'm doing. So <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'll just do that in a in a smaller role in a more limited way. Um, and I just love that, yeah, like, I don't know, you have, with him, you have, like, three guards outside of, you know, your two superstar players who can close a game, yeah. like, without a doubt. You know, they're good defenders, they're good ball handlers, like, they're, maybe yeah. Marcus Smart isn't the best decision maker, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, and I, it's, it's, it's funny, now this season, I've always been big Marcus Smart, underrated, like, mm. sure, he... He make he's gonna shoot shoot you out of a game, but in that same game he's gonna somehow force his way into an offensive rebound. Mm. And, I don't know, do something that. Mm, it sounds like someone we're gonna be talking about later. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this season, like I'm more comfortable with Derek White out there. Mm. Like he's just probably probably gonna be first team all defense. Mm. Um, him and Caruso, but he shoots the ball 
way better than Marcus Smart yeah. does, particularly yeah. this season. Like last year, I think there was a bit of growing pains. Oh yeah, no. coming into it. What um, is it? Mid-season. I, I had his stats up just before. It's like thirty-eight percent on like four or five attempts a game, which is yeah. just like it was miles away from where he was when you traded for him. And also like, you know, once he sort of got his volume up in uh, in San Antonio, he could never really match. You know, I think he had I think he had one good shooting season. I mean, it's thirty six percent, so it's not even yeah anything to write home about, really. And like he just doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have to do as much here as he did yeah. in San Antonio because I know his counting numbers are down. Like he's probably only averaging around about eleven points a game, maybe. Twelve point twelve point four. Twelve. What was he averaging in San Antonio? Maybe? Uh well, his last season he averaged fourteen point four, so it's not really like a oh, okay. significant drop. He was he had five five and a half assists. So, yeah. I mean, for for the player he is, like twenty eight minutes a game. There's probably three guys on the floor at any given time who want taking a shot before yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, like that's a good impact. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know? awesome and and f- fairly efficient. Like, I mean, you could definitely be more efficient, but like, you know, hey, who couldn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and we have two guys that are going to take the majority of the shots yeah. and should take the majority of the shots because yeah. they're, you know, or they're all NBA players. Yeah. Um, and Tatum's just kept a bit more consistency this year game mm. to game even um when he's not shooting the ball well i'm looking at we'll look at the score sheet afterwards and he's got oh seven assists mm, oh he got mm. to the line 13 times mm, mm, mm. um so he might have only shot 30 percent from field but he's affected the game in other ways yeah. just last season he'd get in his head like he'd have these stretches particularly in the playoffs mm. where he just looked useless <laughs> yeah yeah and he looked like i think uh you know the league at the moment is so dominated by three guys in terms of like, okay, who's the best player in the league? Yeah. Who's the MVP? That like, Tatum had such a consistent season. He averaged 30. Like, yeah, yeah. That's nothing to spit at. Youngest actually, Celtic to ever do it. Um, is that right? Yeah. There you go. Wow. And it's such a, it's such a storied club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, you look at it, I, I, got his, I got his game logs up here. I think he had, he had under 20 10 times out of 70 games 74 Ooh. games um and he had above 40 about the same amount of times so yeah. it's kind of like he was like he had some big games he probably had some quieter games but like you're saying like you know he impacted the game in other ways in fact like and you just look at it straight away and it's like in all those games he had you know closer to 10 assists than five yeah uh <clears throat> he but like you know you weren't you weren't waking up in the morning being like Jason Tatum destroys the Orlando yeah. Magic with sixty five points or anything like that. Like he wasn't he he never looked like he got out of third year. Like he always he always looked like he had an, another step to make when the playoffs came. Um, and I think uh, probably not never. I'm sure you watched him in games where he was busting his ass to win. But like you know, I, it, it was that sort of like all right, cool. I've been to the finals. I've done that now. Like I'm not taking my foot off the gas but like I know what level I need to go yeah to he just picked his spots better yeah you know it's like oh shit there's three minutes to go game's in the balance man maybe up three I'm just gonna get a few good shots here yeah and then put the game out of reach mm. um mm. rather than just going you know sixth gear all game yeah. gassing himself out yeah. getting to the end of the game and then settling for stupid mid-range shots <laughs> <laughs> um Shoe in for All NBA first team. <clears throat> yeah, it has to be, doesn't I he? I think so. I yeah. think so. He's the yeah. He's the second best forward 
yeah. in the league if we're, while we're still talking. Well, we're still talking about uh, all NBA teams. Uh, being all NBA, is Jalen Brown all NBA? Uh, I think so. I think. Yeah. Um, I think he's. I don't think he's first team. I think that would be. Like, <laughs> that, would be that would be pretty crazy. For like, you know, obviously you guys have had a good season, but like, you know, it's pretty I, hard to be first first seed yeah. when you're not even the first option. Or yeah, first team when you're not even the first option. On yeah, team. yeah, exactly right, exactly right. But yeah, I think he's. I think he's easily one of the six best guards in the league. Yeah. Like, um, in terms of how he put, if again, if that's how we're casting him, um. And again, yeah, just like very quiet, just like knew knew how to, knew what yeah. he had to do, knew how to win games. I think I think we spoke about this earlier in the year, like you know, when one of the Jays was having a quiet game, the other Jay would yeah. have a big game, um, just pretty consistently. Yeah, particularly uh, the second half of the season, because Jason started a, started hotter than yeah. he probably finished, but Jalen really picked up. Yeah, whatever little slack there mm. was to pick up, like the last, he was just. Making tough shot after tough shot, mm. um, going, getting to the ring. His handle looks better. Mm. It uh, does. It actually does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he couldn't put the ball to the floor like eight months ago. And some, some, he, he still could pass it a little, little better. Yeah. But even that's just gotten to, to a point where he makes an obvious read yeah. almost every time. You know, gets to the paint, uh, gets cut off. Oh, swing it to Derek White. Yeah. Swing it to Malcolm Brogdon. Let, let them attack. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so I think we'll pay him. At the um, when he when his contract expires. Yeah. Well, so this is this is the question. This is the question with Jalen Brown. Um, so he's el- eligible for an extension this off season, but the way that the CBA works, even with the new CBA, he will get more if he waits until he's a free agent. Yeah. Even if he's an All NBA player, uh, than if he signs an extension with Wash- with Washington. Sorry, Boston. Yeah. Uh, so his extension, his, max, his super max would be four years, one ninety, versus if he waits till twenty twenty four, five years, two ninety. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't think there's any question that you pay him because he's worth it. Yeah. Like there are there are worse players who will get that five year two ninety figure. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under under this new under the new cap and under the new CBA. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm also pretty confident. Saying I don't think there's any question that he takes it as well. No, you know? like I, I, I don't think anyone's ever not taken a five year supermax. Yeah, yeah, but you know, if another, if he got off, I don't think. Yeah, he's if he gets offered another contract by another, if he's in unrestricted yeah. free agency, I don't think he's listening to anyone except Boston, really. You know, no. unless they offer him anything less. As much as people, as much as some people would like to point out that maybe he's not happy, but yeah, know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not. And I think Boston. You know, it's always hard to pay someone that much money, but we can make savings elsewhere. Well, that's kind of what I want to talk to you about because you're like you, you got a lot of money, you got a lot yeah. of money on the table at the moment. Um, like Al Horford's taking a haircut uh, next season, but he's still a eight figure player. Like I think it's ten yeah. per. Um, Robert Williams is still more than ten per. Uh, Grant Williams is a restricted free agent this off season, and like, you, I mean. Like a player like him could just end up uh, demanding, not you know, commanding rather, just a really ridiculous salary if he has a good if he has a good playoff run, which yeah. he, which he's want to do, um, which, which, yeah, which he did last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, um, he was it was he a Dan Pain game one? Was that he? Was yeah, just rest? he was. Uh, nah, it's, it's just matchups. Yeah, right. Okay. He he he's got like who who's he guard on that team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no like he, he's at his best when he gets to guard big wings or like big power forwards yeah. and just use his strength. 
Um, like if we play, he'd be huge in the Buck series. If yeah, we, if yeah, we get yeah. there. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't need to shut down John Collins because no. he shuts himself down. And, um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like a guy like a, against a guy like Randall, yeah, he'll be he'll be good yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I just think Grant's not someone we absolutely need to re-sign. If it's out, if it's out of our price range, mm. it's out of our price range. I'd rather pay Derek White again. Or, yeah. Um, keep Malcolm Brogdon around. I don't know how realistic any of this is. Yeah. Well, I think I think Brogdon's under. I'll get the I'll get your cap up again because it is it is interesting. I think Brogdon like you look you look quite secure in terms of who you've got mm. under what money. Now the only thing is that uh, like yeah, so Brogdon's under contract until twenty twenty five. Um, and he's getting paid twenty two point five mil per. So mm. when he's thirty three, he will not be getting. He will not. He will not no. be asking for a contract of that size again. Uh, Marcus Smart, yeah, is, will be up to twenty by that time. Derek White is also under contract for twenty twenty five. Robert Williams till twenty twenty six. The only the only issue here is like if you breach that second yeah. curtain that they've introduced. Like you can you cannot move basically. Yeah. Like you are locked into the roster that you you are locked into, and you can only really sign. Uh, yeah, you can only sign minimums and rookies. And, yeah, you know, trade in matching salary. Um, I mean, I look at your roster. I don't think that's an issue because, like, <laughs> you know, from what I've been saying, you have like your key. Let's say one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you have like your key seven players just locked up, <laughs> and even guys like I don't know who don't who knows what Sam Houser does. Like he's good, yeah. but he could just get a bit better. And yeah. I know we keep him around. All of a sudden, he's playing okay. Peyton Pritchard will go, but that's fine. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like third string, whatever. But if you just find those like little hidden yeah. guys, and good teams do it. Like when San Antonio were good, they just oh, all of a sudden Gary Neal. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player and then goes somewhere else and just sucks but. yeah 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 and if yeah if you've got your core seven locked up like no almost no teams in the league yeah. kind of have that no, no, have no. that uh that advantage that luxury uh so yeah then you really can as long as I, I don't i don't know what the boston owners are like actually but as long as they're happy to pay through the nose for tax which they will be like you know in boston's big enough market by, by 2025 like you're going to be paying like you know seven dollars on the dollar for every you know yeah, for, for Jalen Brown's contract or whatever, but yeah, like I don't, I don't think that's an actual issue for you in terms of like what you what you put on the court at that time. No, nah, not at all, not at all. Um, should we quickly get to game one of Boston Atlanta? Yeah, Shoot through it. My last, my last, um, my last point for Boston is Jermazula's uh, royal family comment was. Uh, if not the most cringe moment in the NBA season, like the most cringe moment in NBA history. <laughs> I couldn't believe he said it. I, I think Joe Mazzulla is just like a bit of a weirdo. He is. He's a complete weirdo. <laughs> like, he, he, some, some of his press conferences are just like, just doesn't answer anything. Yeah. Like he's got a yeah. bit of that like, I don't know, a little bit Popovich, but... I don't know. No, but he's too, he's too young. Yeah, he is yeah. A bit, he's a bit of like a grumpy old man. Not grumpy though. It's like something else. It's he doesn't like, get away with it because yeah. he's... Yeah, like you said, he's too young. Yeah, yeah. He's like... How old is he? He's 34 or something. And it's his first... Um, 34 on the, on the money. Yes! <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's his first head coaching job and he's kind of acting <laughs> like he's been in the league for like 20 years. Like. 
um, but just the way he pulled out that line. Yeah, what was it? Like, uh-huh. Jesus. Oh, they're, they're like, oh, what do you, are you, what do you think about the royal family? Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> yeah. They're the only royal family I recognize. It's like he just pulled it out so quickly. It was, it was crazy. He must have, you know what he's he probably thought about that. Seeing it on the news, and he's like, I don't care about this. I only care about God. I think so. I think so too. A good Catholic boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, our good Catholic boy, he's got a got a pr- pretty easy matchup in uh, round one of the playoffs here, yeah. I would say. I think I think the Atlanta Hawks might... I think they could be the worst team in the playoffs. I think if Boston could pick their opponent yeah. out of all the teams that made the playoffs, including the worst, we would have picked Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. They just match up so poorly with us. I was re-watching, re-watching some um, highlights of uh, game one and... All of them involve putting um, Trey up yeah. in pick and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Derek White puts him in pick and roll, pulls up, shoots yeah, a three. Yeah. Or, or, or even, yeah, just like, it's just like Tatum and Brown just getting in front of him. And, and like. Trey Young must be like 5'11". Yeah. And he's there, he's, they're asking him to at least try, which he's not even that good at. No, um, you know, To guard 6'8", 6'9", mm. forwards. It's just not going to end well. Yeah, exactly right. Especially when you have like, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no real safety when you get past Trey Young anymore. Like no, Clint Capella is not very good anymore. And their wings, yeah, are not like DeAndre Hunter is probably the most consistent wing. Yeah, and I don't think they have enough to throw at us. If DeAndre Hunter was on a better team, like, you know, if <laughs> like if DeAndre Hunter was on, oh no. Trying to think of who would be a good matchup. Like if DeAndre Hunter was on the Cleveland Cavaliers and you had him guarding yeah. Tatum for a seven game series, you'd be really happy with it. Yeah. Like, but yeah. if he's just has nothing behind him, like he doesn't John Collins isn't uh isn't providing much, like Capella, John Collins might be almost not unplayable in this series, he got no one else. Oh, but yeah, he's just is a traffic cone out there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then yeah, Congo and Capella aren't protecting the room. <laughs> Uh, Sadiq Bay, I don't know. Yeah, like he plays so much time at the four for this team. Yeah, it's just really, they're, they're, if they had really any chance, it's. I think they might be the the best offensive rebounding team in the league, or at least second. Mm, yeah, um, with Clint Capella. But the issue there is Boston were the best defensive rebounding, yeah. rebounding team of, in the league. So, yeah, yeah you got three guys who are going to get ten boards a night. Yeah, 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 and like everyone's just big. Everyone boxes out. Mm. <clears throat> we look good when. Um, Horford and Robert Williams are boxing out, and then Jalen Brown just pulls down a board and yeah, looks yeah. the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only the only concern I have is not that Boston would lose this series; it's that we have a bit of a tendency to just go through the motions when we yeah. get up. Like even in game one, we're up thirty; we only won by fifteen or something. Mm. And I think it's just because we stopped really trying. Well, you didn't shoot the ball particularly well, and I think like I think Tatum and Brown uh, turned it over like. An astonishing amount as well. Like, yeah. Um, for you know, for 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 a game that you won very easily, um, like it was quite surprising how many how many turnovers they had between them. Yeah, um, awesome. Which uh, you know, I, six for Jalen Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Like I understand. Sixteen for the team. That's. I I understand you're sort of worried there, but yeah, I think th- if if that's your concern, it should be like. Playoffs long, not series yeah. long. Because like, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think it's more just like let's just let's just win in four. Yeah, have some rest. Yeah, um, go go into facing Philadelphia feeling good. Yeah, um, and set the tone. Yeah, 
Like, yeah. But if, you, if you're trying to win, win championships like we are this year, Atlanta shouldn't give you any No, issues. exactly right. Exactly right. And yeah, like let, you know, uh, yeah, Brown and Tatum will be fine. I like, I like Derek White having a good game. Yeah. Because, it, you know, uh, not that I think he needs it, but just having those players really confident going into the next series yeah. uh, is, really, is really important. And like, he's going to have a fucking handful. In, in, oh, in, yeah. the, in the next series well, well he's gonna he's gonna be guarding a lot of James yeah. Harden yeah yeah a lot of Maxi. yeah like um, and then you know uh, um, but then on the other hand he could be the guy who's just not getting looked after by the Philly defense at all yeah. because you know they aren't they, they aren't a very good perimeter defending team and no. you know <laughs> if they have two good defenders on the floor which is probably as many as they can have they're gonna be on Brown and Tatum but, yeah 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 um, well, should we jump over to that series just quickly? Um, yeah, let's do considering it. Considering they will almost definitely be <laughs> opponents in the second round. Yeah, well, after today. Uh, yeah, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Philly won first game, 121 to 101. Won the second game, 96 to 84. I mean, it's a fun series just because of this Brooklyn team's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, mm. Philly, not so fun, as we, you said off air. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any contest yet either. I tried to talk myself into um, Brooklyn stealing a couple of games, mm. and the basis of that was I kind of like a lot of their players as like secondary mm. um, playmakers. So if they can get some sort of movement and get guys like um, Seth Curry, um, uh, Dinwiddie, Mikael Bridges, like after they've moved the defense, mm. like they look kind of good and they have some pretty long wings that maybe they can use to go small, which they did today. Yeah. It was a lot of, you know, um, Royce O'Neal on Embiid and then doubling hard with yeah. Mikael Bridges with his arms up and trying to make guys like Harden and Maxi beat him. And Maxi did beat them. Which is smart because, yeah, Embiid has not been able to deal with doubles very well. No, <laughs> no, no. He gets pretty gassed yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but he looked good today. Yeah. Even he played through it well and yeah. ended up with 19 rebounds 2019 as well. 2019 and seven. <clears throat> like, seven assists as well is, like, huge. Yeah, huge, yeah, huge. <laughs> huge. Um, but I just... I don't think that Brooklyn really have the have the cattle to make it work. No, I don't think they. I don't think they particularly want to either. Like no. I, you know, this Brooklyn roster knows how changed they're going to be at the beginning of next season. Like half these guys aren't going to be on the roster. Yeah. Um. Uh, but you know, it's it's like it's good vibes, and I like sort of in both games, like. Yeah, Mikael Bridges, fucking what a what a player, man. Um, but thirty points, thirty points on eighteen shots in the first game. That like a game that they never looked close to winning. I didn't. It's, I'll be honest. I didn't know he was this good. He's so like good. as as like he's he's the first option there. Yeah, yeah. And he's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. He can create his own shot. Like he's a good enough passer to find his teammates when he's getting you know when he's getting shut down. Uh, he's and his double teams three level, like, are so good. Like, yeah. When he was coming over with his arms up on Embiid, it's like I don't know how his arms are so long. It's 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 pretty silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, Cam Johnson, uh, twenty eight on nineteen shots in the second game, which is, uh, I don't think, I don't think he had any free throws. <laughs> <laughs> so just like purely a pure purely shooting game. He had a mean, had a mean dunk on Embiid. Yeah, yeah, which was nice. Yeah. So I think I think that's Brooklyn's. 
I mean, it, it feels, it feels, I feel like people are always like, like, what are you talking about when you're like, I don't think this team's trying to win this playoff series. Because yeah. obviously they are. Like, if they'd be happy oh, the, they You know, if the players, the players are out there, they're trying to win. But I but think as an organization, they're just not. going for good vibes. Uh, Ned Ryan just showed up with some pizzas. So <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more players. Hello and welcome to The Deep Two. I'm Mr. Both My Man, How Are We? And I co-host a weekly NBA podcast that I think you'd like. The Deep Two, named after Josh Smith's favourite shot, has us rambling on about everything that goes on in the NBA world, all the way from game recaps to off-season hypotheticals to Warriors exceptionalism. Join us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. Dante, you forgot to talk about the freaking website. The freaking website, True. TheDeep2.com, so simple, I can't believe it, is our very own website where you can read long-form articles on all of the day's big basketball topics. The Pensman that you guys know as the JVG NBA Tribute Show Boys even feature on there from time to time, so check it out. Okay, Dante, now you can send us off. Peace. Oh my god, what a delicious pizza, Sam. Mmm, <laughs> yummy, yummy in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> No, it was actually really good. That sounded so sarcastic. <laughs> Sorry, Ned. I didn't see it as sarcasm. That, they, they, see they were, it. <laughs> Is that the first thing I've said on the podcast? Nah, you, you misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you. I feel like you've interjected another time. I've laughed. Nah, you've said something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was. Imagine if Carmelo <laughs> was the. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, good pizza. <laughs> Um, speaking of, I, I would say that piece speaking was, of good pizza was pretty heat. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, oh yeah, I thought we were, the home of the pizza. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I thought we were going. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's go to that series. That's that's good. Cool. This this I I knew this uh, I knew this was going to be a really fun series before it started, but it didn't really hit me until they were actually playing. Like ah, oh, these Cleveland Cavaliers, New York Knicks, so. Matched in such a fun way, like so yeah. two like really good defensive teams. They got two just absolute two guards who could just go off at any moment. Um, really lovable role players as well. Like there's just such a fun cast of people in this series. Um, and yeah, New York won that first game, one hundred one ninety seven. What's 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 your take from that, Sam? I was, you know, I I think both teams for me throughout the year went a little under the radar, mm. like. You, I, I just, you, you just get a bit tired of hearing about the Knicks and yeah. what they could do. And then I looked up with, you know, two-thirds of the season done going, like, the Knicks are good. Yeah. I think I, I, think I watched Celtics-Knicks and, and Randall just torched us. And yeah. I went, How is this guy beating us? Mm, mm. This guy sucks. Mm, mm. And clearly he, do, clearly he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. Um, he seems like every second year he has a good year, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but super fun teams. And... Yeah, like you said, two electric guards. Well, three if you want to include Garland as well in there. Mm. But um, watching Mitchell and Brunson just go off, and they're both lightning quick. Yeah. Um, and then just great, like great role players. Yeah. Um, Josh Hart, so fun watching him. I can't believe this is his playoff debut. It's crazy. This is his playoff debut. Yeah. He's 28, and he's like one of the most, you know, beloved, beloved mm. franchise guy. Uh, very very highly rated role player, and that was his first playoff game because he had yeah what one season in LA, two seasons yeah in, yeah one, yeah the did he get 
Did he have two seasons in LA? Maybe be- year before LeBron and then yeah, LeBron's yeah, yeah, first year. Year before LeBron, and then he and then he got traded. Then he had three and a half in New Orleans, and <laughs> that didn't end. In, uh, he left us before our playoff appearance last year, and then yeah, uh, he was in Portland, who were terrible. Uh, so, <laughs> God, <to> Portland. <laughs> Poor Portland. Catch so, yeah, this is his this is his playoff debut, um, and he looks he's just. This I think this proved more than anything. Mm. Like I obviously have always rated him. He's got a dear place in my heart. But he's such a playoff player. Like uh, and such plays. I love how big he plays. Yeah, yeah. Like how many five offensive rebounds? Yeah, he's such like, a good rebounder for a guy that's what six five. Six five. Yeah. Um, gets after it. Does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like he's. Look, I'm not expecting him to score seventeen every. No, every no, game. no, 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 no. Um, but he's gonna be he's gonna grab your rebounds. He might hit a couple threes. Yeah, um, and he's like the best. He's the best break starter. Like when he gets yeah. when he gets a rebound and he just puts the ball to the floor. Um, yeah, and, and that's such an important thing in the playoffs when like you know teams really try to slow it down and like yeah. avoid yeah. that like chaos chaos ball pinging back and forth. Uh, to have a player who can just like break through, especially especially against the Cavs, with yeah, two seven footers. Like if you can if you can get out on the break against them, they're they're not very good. Because I would not want to set up my offense when you've got Mobley and Jared Allen, yeah. just like camping in the paint. Yeah, I think exactly they've right. got like a couple of wrinkles they can throw at Evan Mobley. Mm. One being that he's a pretty complete defender, but maybe his weakness is. When big guys kind of overpower him, yeah. still pretty lanky, and yeah. Randall can do a good job of that. It was it was quite strange how, not strange, but like yeah, like it didn't look like Mobley was a good defender when Randall when Randall yeah. was on him. Like uh, he did, he looked weaker, and then also when players play with their back to him, like you know, there's he's kind of like all of his talents aren't available anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. and so yeah, like a player like Randall who absolutely. F- Absolutely flourishes with his back to the rim. Um, fuck, and there's so few players like that left in the league. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's actually like a very good matchup for the Knicks. I think. Also, Mobley, like he won't do it every game, but he absolutely stank up the joint. In game yeah. one. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was just missing layups, taking the worst. Like, I don't even call him mid ranges, just like short range. He can short range he can shots. fall in love with like some pretty yeah. Um, uh, just, just with like you know long twos, which is fine. Mm. I'd love, I'd love for him to eventually develop a three point shot, which yeah. kind of looked like when he first started playing, he was going to happen. But this year, I think he shot twenty four percent from three. I or think something. he's he's coming along offensively still, though. Like I think there's still, you know, so much room for growth in yeah. his offensive game, um, which is crazy because he's already such a like not complete, but like you know, he's such a two way player. Like yeah. he's obviously one of the best defenders in the league. Um, but I do think you're right in that they they need to somehow attack the Knicks when those two are either not set or if they can get them out of the paint somehow. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, so if Randall can hit some threes, which isn't probably exactly what he only shot ten. I'm looking at which is yeah. probably too probably too <laughs> many for Randall. Did he did he average forty percent again this season? Because that that was that was the big thing in the Knicks like you know yeah yeah Mickey two, Mouse yeah. season yeah it was like no he shot thirty four percent it was like this just oddity of good three point shooting um, and yeah I mean he hasn't gotten back to those <laughs> I don't think <laughs> don't think he ever will no well they had like they had like the best team like three point shooting differential like 
in like 10 years or something that's it it was just like it was just such an anomaly it was just they actually got lucky for 82 games in a row <laughs> um the other thing man it's so jalen brunson has obviously like had such a good playoffs last mm. year but he looks he looks like he's been there before which is yeah. like so valuable for new york and like fucking hell what just even more evidence that Dallas Mavericks made like the biggest mistake. <laughs> He's a <laughs> big time. Like he shows up in big games as yeah, well. Yeah. Like the games online, he just he balls out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think he can really do a good job of going at Mitchell and making Mitchell mm, work defensively. Yeah. Because Mitchell, uh, he's. He can be an okay defender. Yeah. And he's been better in Cleveland because I think there's he more cares. like... Yeah, and like he likes his team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he, can, he can still get a bit, a bit lackadaisical. Yeah, I and I think that's something they should, they should try and do is just put their guards mm. through, some, through some action. And Brunson, Brunson's so good at that. Like just, you know, just, you know, dribbling, using his body slowly, yeah, forcing his way yeah. towards the rim, like wearing down his defender. And yeah, like if, if it's... Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland, like none, neither of them are really going to stand up to that no, for, no. To, for very long. And I think they did that throughout the season. Like Jalen Brunson looks pretty comfortable getting a shot off. Yeah, against yeah, Mitchell. Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side, Mitchell and <laughs> yeah. Garland should really go <laughs> yeah, at Brunson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mitchell's very comfortable getting a shot off it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. Much anyone. Because um, <laughs> they've got a nice little one-two pick and roll that Mitchell and Garland mm. do just to get like the matchup that they yeah, want. Yeah, Because I imagine Brunson's, um, for memory, Brunson guarded. Garland for most of the yeah the first game yeah um, um I would I mean the last two series was so cut and dry what's your prediction here I think Cavs mm. probably in seven um I just think Mitchell is probably a cut above um, yeah the two the two at um he's the best player in the series yeah by like yeah. you know maybe half a tier or something and the Cavs defense was awesome all year mm, round mm. they can they always have that tang their hat on whereas the knicks probably a little more middle of the road in defense and offense yeah. um i just trust that uh mobley allen are gonna um clean up a lot of defensive mistakes yeah yeah, yeah. mitchell robinson jericho sims uh isaiah harnstein they're all like the types of centers who can get played off the floor at yeah the end, at the end of a playoff yeah. game and like you know uh, Mobley isn't that sort of player. Jared Allen, maybe, maybe, but like I'll like I'll believe when it, you know. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll I'll concede that when I see it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Cavs in seven as well. I think, yeah. it, but I think every game is just going to be like a coin toss. Like you know, um, it'd be fun. Yeah, so much fun. One of those one of those series is well, where, you know, there's ones where it's like, all right, this team wins t- team game one, and this team makes these these adjustments. Yeah. And then, you know, that team wins game two and then the other team makes these adjustments. I think this is just going to be like, you know, they're going to be adjusting for each other to like kind of uh, a (laughs) 50-50, a 50-50 end. Like whoever wins the game will be the the team that just like hits one or two luckier shots and like, you know, uh, makes one one other star have like a slightly down night or anything like that. Like there's there's no revolution sort of here in winning this series. And I I do think... That a lot of this will come down to who can hit their threes, to be honest, which is a bit rough. As there's a lot of a lot of basketballs these days who can, <laughs> hit, who can hit their threes. But that, but, might, um, but that might be New York. Like New York have much. I think New York have the better three point shooters in this matchup, arguably. Like Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, 
Yeah. Um, fucking, there's probably some. Maybe topping that shit a little bit. Oh, actually, no. I, I, actually, no. I think it's a dead heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, we, we're just really relying on Seti Osman off the bench yeah, for, no, the, for the Cavs. But legitimately, legitimately. I yeah. think I think Seti Osman actually has like a big role to play in yeah, the series, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, 100%. 100%, um, 100%. Whoever closes at the three for the Cavs is going to be that's like, always, That's going to be there. Yeah. That's been the issue all year long yeah. is can they get enough um, defense and shooting yeah. from that position? Yeah. Um, whereas... I guess RJ Barrett's kind of that for them, but uh, he, nah, RJ. I actually loved in Game One how little attention the Cavs were giving RJ. Yeah, <laughs> it was like they were just letting him shoot, letting him dribble, like letting him do whatever he wants. Because uh, he's just like he just has not. He has just not developed. Like he's a good defender. I think he's a very very good mm. defender, but he is just not developed. He just doesn't. Game sh- at all. He just does not shoot the ball yeah. like he should. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, shall we move on to the last... Um, well, I was actually looking up RJ Barrett's stats as well. <laughs> yeah, that's so 31% from three this season oh, that's is bad. Okay. It's pretty unforgivable. No, I think, I think the Cavs might have them. On five, five attempts a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that pick now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on from that series, I guess this is, this is the first, like, uh, you know... I don't want to. Not not upset because there's been other upsets, but this is this is like oh wow, this is not how I saw this series going <laughs> at all. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat. Uh, Giannis went down after playing just 11 minutes in Game One, and Miami Heat came on top with winning 130 to 117. 130 must be one of the highest Miami Heat scores yeah, I, <laughs> in the last three years. I think it was their. I think it was their best three-point shooting game of the season. Wow. There um, you go. Um, yeah, but they, 15 of 25 threes. That's crazy. That's 60 They only took, from they only took 25 <laughs> yes. oh, Fucking hell. You're shooting that hot and you only take 25. Uh, is there anything more Miami? Um, so, Jimmy Butler doing Jimmy Butler things. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so good. He's so, so good. But yeah, I guess this series is really now going to hinge on does Giannis play? Um, yeah. I think he had an MRI today. Yeah, he called me up about it earlier. Um, and he said it came back clean. So that's, uh, awesome. That's awesome. Looking, that's what, what does clean mean? <laughs> I don't know. This is this is the thing. It's all it's the classic it's the classic uh, NBA coaching staff yeah. reporting where it's like, yeah, his MRA came back clean, you know, like he he's looking pretty good, but we'll just take it, you know, we'll just yeah, take it day yeah, to day yeah. and it's like, all right, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like he could he, he could be playing tomorrow or he could miss the entire series. Like Yeah, yeah, or be just back in like a some yeah. sort of weird capacity. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, obviously, if he comes back and he's even eighty percent of what he is, I think Milwaukee are comfortable yeah. winning the, winning the series. Um, I think they could they could win it without him. Mm. Um, what do you think that looks like? Uh, it looks like Drew Holiday being yeah. awesome. Oh, that would be so good. I mean, that he didn't have a great game one um, in terms of uh, scoring the ball, mm. but sixteen assists. No, yeah. one turnover, seven rebounds, and he's the best. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's like awesome. <laughs> and Do- Drew Holiday defense. Yeah. I-, I think he's having his best ever season. Yeah. Um, I think maybe numbers-wise, he had one better year in New Orleans. I think it was the... Yeah, it was... The, when he met, was he an All-Star that year? Um, no, I don't think he was ever was, an All-Star no, in New Orleans. No, he was an All-Star in Philly. Yeah. Um, I, it was actually... It was the year after the... Um, Demarcus Cousins, uh, R- R- Rajon Rondo year, yeah, um, yeah. which twenty nineteen, no twenty eighteen, 
Um, and then, yeah, he had an even bigger role. He averaged like 21 and eight. Um, you know, I, uh, I think, and then I think AD sat half the season <laughs> because he <laughs> wanted to get traded. Um, so obviously he had, he had a lot going for him, but yeah, this season's, it feels like his best season in terms of like, like when he needs to, he can be the team's like first option scoring. He's an incredible playmaker. Like he's, he's such a good playmaker and yeah, he's the best perimeter d- defender of his generation <laughs> he's as a boston homer even <laughs> i have to admit that marcus smart can't hold no marcus smart defends the ring a little bit better but that's yeah. but drew holiday point of the way he navigates screens and that's uses crazy. his hands to send people which ways he just like like does like a complete 360 on one yeah on one foot like behind the screen it's like how the fuck are you back in front of your defender yeah, you can't see marcus <laughs> yeah, I just did a perfect, uh, <laughs> perfectly slipped under a screen. Something um, I have a lot of experience in doing. And no, no Tyler here, if you haven't mentioned. Yeah. Um, for the rest yeah, of the he, series, he'll probably. be out. He'll, if he's broken his hand, like this, and this is the thing, they have there hasn't even been the like. You know, Tyler Hero yeah. is going for a scan or anything. It's just like he broke his hand in the game. I think he's done. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't think you can really come back from that unless it's some sort of minor fracture and you decide to play through it and i don't i don't think you know i don't think you do that when you're the eight seed no 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 i don't think you do either and i mean i know they're not they're not the youngest team ever i mean obviously they still play kevin love and kyle lowry big minutes Mm. Um, oh miami heat oh no no so like you know also like max struess and gabriel vincent yeah like they're second third year guys but they're both yeah. in their late 20s yeah and they're also <laughs> not guys like you're gonna build your team around yeah, and yeah. As, as much as max Struess and caleb martin kind of played their heart out this <laughs> postseason caleb martin shout out <laughs> 15 points for the big man yeah. um i don't know I, I i think yeah it sounds like Giannis is coming back i'd be pretty comfortable um yeah saying that it wouldn't surprise me if he might mean win another game but I don't, I don't see them winning this series. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and Chris Middleton looked good as well. Yeah, yeah. If if he doesn't come back, and then I think it's like pretty dead heat. Um, if Miami win, then who would they would have the winner of Cavs Knicks? I would pick either of those teams over the heat. Which means, yeah. We could have a, we could have a Sacramento Kings New York Knicks <laughs> NBA Finals. That is not on my bingo card be a, at the start of the year. They, like if Giannis doesn't come back though, this could like ricochet into like a a, a crazy easy run for a not very good Eastern Conference. Yeah, Eastern all, all Conference of a sudden, team. whoever wins Philly Boston, yeah, is probably having, yeah. going to the finals and then having a pretty easy run there. And yeah, imagine. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the two favourites, Boston and Milwaukee, are both in the East anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, depending on what you think of Phoenix, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of playoffs to be played. Like, there's all these teams that have only been, you know, like, I, I'm not getting ahead of myself too much, but I don't think the Lakers are going to make the NBA Finals. But <laughs> this is a team that, like, is looking pretty good and has only played, you know, 30-odd 30, yeah. 30 games together. Phoenix has only played, what, like, nine games with Kevin Durant? Like yeah. he's only been healthy yeah. for that many, and not even everyone wants to talk about how they were undefeated until yeah. until game one. Um, they didn't play the best teams either. Like, yeah. There was there was two San Antonio game in there, a Detroit game in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, no no no. He had some fucking. I think he, they played the Nuggets twice without Jokic or something. Yeah. Like, 
So yeah, not not a not a high pedigree there. Um, well, should we jump over to the West and yeah, uh, when let's we, do the West because we... there's some fun <laughs> series in there. I think I think I think every series here is fun. Yeah, let's start with the one that's like fun for the wrong reasons. I suppose <laughs> the Denver Nuggets versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> um, the Timberwolves have just become. There was one ESPN reporter I cannot fucking find it who had Mini winning this game. Uh, winning this series and it's just on what grounds like i i don't know it was just like in his bracket as like mini progresses to the first round i'm like are you are you actually dumb i think i think what you saw a play-in game where you know rudy gobert and kyle anderson put aside their differences and you know kyle anderson threw threw two lobs threw two lobs (laughs) to him like oh and that means they're going to be the best fucking team in the west it's classic minnesota timberwolves playing syndrome (laughs) they come out of the plane and they actually they actually think they're the bee's knees Um, i kind of love that about minnesota because then when they get punched in the mouth they just like (laughs) they're like what what? i I didn't know shit kyle anthony towns oh I'm going to fall over. <laughs> but um, Jokic loves playing against Kat and yeah. he loves playing against Rudy. Like he, it's, I mean, it's, it's a similar thing to what we were talking about with Randall. Like, mm. uh, like Rudy, there's no point having Rudy go, guarding Jokic because no. he's just like, you know, he's just edging his way well, towards they, the rim. They like, didn't. They had Carl yeah. Anthony Towns guarding him, which yeah. is just and not good either. so much worse. Like, um, yeah, Kat is still in his, what? what eighth NBA season seventh NBA season and just hasn't gone better on defense yeah which he, is bizarre because coming out of college the whole thing was oh he's going to be a yeah. otherworldly defender yeah yeah um and he looks he looks like he's like 20 kilos lighter on mm. D than what he's yeah. on um offense as well uh he shot five of 15 in that game <laughs> Edwards shot six of 15 um but I mean I think I think he was also their best best player yeah. actually <laughs> um like I guess like Kyle Anderson had a good game but then Mm. He's, he's can, playing really well. He is playing really well, but you can get under his skin. Yeah. Like you, you can't be letting um, Christian Braun like mm. antagonize yeah. you and then get a tech. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So and also, you know, like uh, just a, just such a bad attitude to have going into a series. When you're yeah, like just clearly not the. The favorites. only calm head on this team that I like is Mike Conley. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, hundred oh, percent. Alexander Walker, I like him. So yeah, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, former New Orleans Pelican, uh, possibly one of my least favorite Pelicans of all time. <laughs> he would just like shoot shit for twenty five minutes straight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, I think Sean's spoken about this on the deep too. But he's been recast in Minnesota as like a three and D guy. Yeah, he's so- kind of the, the Jaden McDaniel's replacement, yeah. isn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, he's much smaller, um, but yeah, like they had him, he was guarding Shea in the playing game and he just absolutely, he actually yeah. locked him up. His yeah. cousin, by the way, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't catch that <laughs> on the broadcast. No relation to Kemba Walker either? Um, no, no. Um, but yeah, like he's carved out a really good role for him himself there. But uh, yeah, to what end in this series, I suppose, I suppose is, is the point. It's, it's just a fun series though, isn't uh, it? Yeah. Yogi- I just, they, they just don't have... Anyone to throw in front of Jokic and all of the players, and maybe it's just the Jokic effect, mm. but what they had six players in double figures, mm. all on good efficiency. Yeah. And it just feels like everyone's a threat to score mm. at any given moment. Mm. Um, you know, particularly Michael Porter Jr., because he will shoot 
anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was this. This would be good for the Nuggets because like Murray had a good game. Yeah, M- wasn't super efficient, but like he got heaps of touches. He threw heaps of assists. Yeah, like, he, got, assists. he got big buckets. Like he looked good. Very few turnovers and, for the team. And like he hadn't, he hadn't looked very good this season. You know. No. Um, like other just good uh, confidence game for him because yeah. they, they they if they are going to win, uh, I think he needs to be their second best player. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, I would you know, as good agree. as Aaron Gordon's season was, um, they just they need that perimeter playmaking. Mm. Um, someone who can, when Nikola Jokic is off, get other guys involved. Yeah, and just like that individual shot making as well. You yeah. know, like. Uh, Michael Michael Porter Jr. just should not dribble the basketball if if possible. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Gordon like he's good for like two or three you know like mismatch post up yeah. the game, but, but like, he's best when he's yeah like off a cut cut yeah exactly. and like ball movement from from there from I mean every the whole offense revolves around yeah. Jokic and it should but um, that's where he looks awesome yeah exactly like that's what you got him for Bruce Brown is incredibly. Like he'll he'll be huge as well. Mm. Like, mm. um, oh, he's just so talented. I just can't believe he can like he can actually play any position on the mm. floor. He can score. He he's like a solid three point shooter now. I'm not going to look up his numbers, but like I trust I trust him to take a three point yeah. shot. And he can still get to the rim so easily. Like he's just he's got little he's, floaters. Yeah, yeah. Like he knows how to play off of stars. Mm. Like in in the Brooklyn series last year. Mm. Um, against Boston, when we really, really put the clamps on KD, he would just go off for twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think he's he's they just got just got a lot of guys. Yeah, really? yeah, exactly right. Um, so yeah, that one's gonna be a wash. I actually think that could be a four zero sweep. I think. That, yeah, <laughs> I think that could be the. I agree. The, I, I just don't think that the Minnesota Timbers want to be there that much. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, yeah, all for all for all it's worth. Rudy and Carl probably don't still don't. <laughs> I like would be surprised as well if uh, no one surprised me if Gobert's still there next season because they gave up so much to get mm. him. They should try and make it work, but I do think it's at the expense of maybe other guys being yeah uh, checking out. Yeah, I think that's I think that's possible. I I, I think they'll try and get off in, in mm. the summer. I don't think they'll be able to. No. I, I think that's the other thing is it's like it's less like do they want him there and more like. How do they not have him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Who, who's going to take him? Who can pay him? Like, what do you get back for him? I mean, surely there's a. He's just getting paid a lot as well, isn't he? he? But so it, much. <laughs> there's probably some team out there that will give up one first round pick for him. Mm, yeah. Um, but I don't think, I don't think anyone's but, throwing two out. Of yeah, him. and then how do you make the money work? Like, you basically he basically has to go to a team on like. He basically has to go to a team under the cap or someone with like a very bad contract. Yeah. Like, like a you know like a a legacy Gordon Hayward contract and then like a good player is going back in the yeah. other direction yeah. to yeah. make to make the money work. Um, well, speaking of making the money work, uh, the Mem- Memphis Grizzlies, Los Angeles Lakers, this series is looking much more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Um, really? I, I really thought Memphis would not put them away, but like I really thought they would win, win this series quite easily. Yeah. Um, and they just didn't look like they had a handle of them at all in game one. Um, you know, uh, AD was sort of doing what he liked. He had seven yeah. blocks. He, he was all over it defensively. Yeah. He really um, 
I mean, that's they've always been they've been at their best the Lakers this season um, when AD is looking like an all defensive player, and yeah. that's where they they kind of hang their identity. And with guys like Vanderbilt, um, who do all the dirty stuff, and mm. Austin Reeves had a good game. Like, well, they look good. It was just it was crazy. It was like down the stretch, AD and LeBron would just completely deferring to Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. <laughs> like, legitimately. Like, they were running plays for um, for Reeves. Uh, yeah. Did Rui, you see him? Rui, Austin Reeves running up the floor huh? going, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he is, he is. Rui, I think that Rui had, like, his best game ever, like, in his <laughs> career. Like, um, five of six from three, and he just never looked like he was going to miss. Um, so, so what do you think, then, is the path for um, Memphis if... Jar Morant can't play X amount of games. Yeah, I think it's really hard. Like, I think they're a really good team and a really good offense without him. You yeah. know, like Ty Jones should probably be a starting point guard somewhere. Yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr., honestly, like, tip my hat to him. That was the best offensive game I've seen from him yeah. as well. <laughs> like, he was just deep in his bag. He wasn't afraid to go at AD, even though AD was, like, dominating yeah. everywhere else. But, like, I honestly, it's just, and and he stayed out of foul trouble. He had one foul going into the fourth quarter, which yeah. is like must be a career best. Well, that was for going into the, the series, probably yeah. what I thought would be the turning point. Can Jaron Jackson stay on the floor? Yeah, and he did manage that. But now I'm thinking that they just don't have any other big bodies to throw at, you know, AD, but also LeBron, yeah. Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, like D'Angelo Russell's six, you- six foot five, like, you know. <laughs> But if you have like yeah, if you did have your Stephen Adams in there, every time you're going into the lane, like he's gonna hit someone. Yeah. Um and D'Angelo Russell's not a strong finisher anyway, so if Yeah. If you're letting him shoot, you know, fifty five percent or whatever at the ring, mm. it's probably not great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, it, I think it really literally comes down to like not even not even talent, but just bodies, just like people you can throw, <laughs> throw yeah. out there. Um especially, you know, like a player like AD, if he's if he's having a good night, like he's very difficult to stop. But like, you just want to tire him out. Like he's yeah. he's weak. He's yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not 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 like in terms of strength, but like you know, he doesn't have a great mentality, um, and he gets injured like so easily. So you know, do something to kind of and they got guys. That. They got like, they do have like dynamic offensive play. Like Desmond Bain, I think, can do a lot more. Mm. than what he's often asked to do yeah. when Jar's playing. Like I Desmond Bank Bank can create a little bit. Well, I thought he I think he had a bad game because he was taking a lot of shots off the dribble and creating mm. his own shot and just not hitting them. And they were good looks. Yeah. And like, you know, maybe it's not Yeah, maybe yeah, your shots just aren't falling. But yeah, you're right. Like I think if you if you want to win the series then you probably have to get that from him as well. Um Yeah, I do think um I, I think before the series I thought Memphis would win maybe in six or so. Now I don't know what the what the status of Durant's Durant uh, Durant Jar <laughs> uh, wrist Durant. hand is. I think that throws it up in the air, yeah. and it's just really really hard to bet against LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Like we haven't yeah. seen him in the playoffs for. And he looked like he on yeah like he was almost like yeah he was the fourth best player on his team. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I guess the only other th- the other thing I would say is there's a bit of uh, flash in the pan about this Lakers victory. Yeah. In terms of like, okay, AD is good. Is he going to get seven blocks and three steals every night? Probably not. Probably not. 
Uh, Austin Reeves is averaging twenty three this series. I I I'm I might I might make that my take. Oh, I think really? Austin Reeves could easily average twenty points in this series. <laughs> I think I think twenty is like so within reach of him. He's he's really good. Like he's he's an incredible creator. Um, and he just hits big shots. <laughs> and he just goes at he just goes at people. Like he's just he's got absolutely no fear in his heart. Yeah, he's um, so feisty. But yeah, like. You know, AD could get poked in the eye in game two and then that series yeah. over. Yeah. Rui, I, Rui Hachimura isn't going to do that again. Um, but And then, yeah, like the Grizzlies have been traditionally the most consistent team. Yeah. It, like, you know, from 1 to 15 this season. But and they, they, they do just have that. I know, I know Lakers have been kind of good the last quarter of the season. I think they went 20 and 8 in their last. Yeah their last few games which is which is great but um the consistency in the team of memphis i like a bit more mm. like they've all played together yeah i know dylan brooks doesn't have a lot of fans but he's feisty he defends really physically yeah um they know what they're getting out of him they know what they're getting out of um jaron jackson i just mm. think luke Kennard, tyus jones they're just guys you can rely on yeah whereas Rui hachimura probably not d'angelo russell i don't trust no Dennis, um, Dennis Schroeder, no. Malik no. Beasley, no. Anthony Davis, no, not not really. Like it, like sure, he's better than those players we just named. Yeah, but he 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 could just hurt his knee tomorrow, yeah. and no one would be surprised. Yeah, if you wanted to have like you know, if you if you were like ranking these players on consistency, there'd be like three Lakers in the top fifteen or yeah, or, so, yeah. or something like that. You yeah. know, in terms of like who you trust to sort of stay on the floor and do their job. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I th- I think it'll be a very tight series. I. Yeah, actually, prediction: Lakers. Lakers. I'd, I'd be I hate ha- to say it. I'd, but I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy to say Lakers in seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they 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 still they still won at home. Pressures on Memphis. So. Exactly right. Um, um, should we go to the other LA team? Yeah, for sure. Um, so this yeah this is always going to be a great series. Yeah, but like. Weird. There's a weird vibe about this series. Kevin Durant versus Kawhi Leonard, Phoenix Suns versus Los Angeles Clippers. Awesome matchup, man. D- like either of these guys could break at any moment. That's <laughs> 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 what I was thinking the entire game. I was like, holy shit! Like it's, one of these guys could just, fall just to two pieces. glass cannons, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh my god, what a game that was! Like so, so much happened. Like KD. I think KD started 0 for 5 or something. Like, he had a yeah. horrible, horrible shooting in the first quarter. Um, and then he just went into that... The, he first went into that KD thing where he's like, my shot's not falling, so I'm just going to create for everyone else. And then he went into like, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start hitting shots. <laughs> um, and basically didn't miss after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, obviously, like, Kawhi was just playing incredibly well. Russell Westbrook had, like... I think it's going to be like the worst best game ever. He has a lot of them, doesn't he? <laughs> and then his fans will get on the internet and be like, "See, even when he doesn't shoot, he creates." But it's like, like oh, he was dreadful. He was taking some of the worst you shots. Can't, I've I'm ever sorry, seen. you can't have a good na- good game and shoot thirteen, th- three of nineteen. Three of nineteen is such a funny stat line as well because it's not like it's not like three of twenty four. Yeah, like you didn't. Didn't even get to twenty shots, but he's like he, he was a minus six anyway. So I don't know what people are talking. Yeah, about. okay. Like there's a lot of noise and plus five, minus five five offensive rebounds, three huge ones uh, in the last. I think it was from like a minute thirty yeah. to about forty seconds left. 
the uh, the Clippers were up two, um, and yeah, and late, the game late, late shot clock. Yeah, late late shot clock shot. Russ gets a rebound. Yeah, another late shot clock shot. Russ gets a rebound, um, and then yeah, that just insane heads up play on um, Devin Booker at the end, like incredible block, and then throwing it off off him out of bounds uh, in the last seconds, like. Uh, he uh, he did that. He actually won them the game. Like maybe he maybe he was losing them the game for the rest of the game, but in the last two minutes he won them the game. <laughs> and sucks. It's so shit. Uh, it's so bad. Yeah, I, yeah. He he had it. He had a very he 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 was all, he was doing what people say, say he does on defense. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot of people out there that think that he's like this all effort player, but he doesn't. He hardly tries on defense yeah. most of the yeah, time. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. actually did this t- he this did, game. He, he got a couple of good stops. He was flying over the court, using his athleticism in a positive way, rather than flying at the mm. ring and throwing something off the glass that goes three feet into the crowd. But <laughs> um, he was he he looked good to finish the game. But Kawhi Leonard was yeah the man yeah. Um, and I will admit that going into the season, I've been low on Kawhi Leonard the last few seasons just because he hasn't played. Yeah. And I people will p- keep putting them in their, I don't know, whatever rankings, top five. And I keep going, well, I'll believe it when I see it. But he looked like it today yeah. or the other day. He is, man. I think he's the, like, I think he's the third best player of his time, you know? Like, wow. I, I think I think LeBron, KD, him, of like that, yeah, the pre Jokic and Bede Giannis generation. Steph Curry, you're looking at? Oh fuck, I completely forgot about <laughs> Steph. Oh my god. All right, let's go. Let's go. 2014. <laughs> let's go. 2008 to 2014. <laughs> um, well, yeah. he's certainly a top four. <laughs> what, what do you think the Suns do to guard him? Um, you know what? This game actually made me feel pretty good for the Suns. Yeah? Because I think they didn't play as well as they could have on offense. And it still took a Russell Westbrook miracle for the Clippers <laughs> to beat them. Um, yeah, don't, have, don't, don't rely on Russell Westbrook miracles yeah. if, you, if that's your game plan to win. And man, I think you just let, I think you just let Kawhi get 35 a night. Like, yeah. he's, he's, yeah, he's so good. You don't, you're not... You're not putting K- KD. KD is like a good option to guard a player like yeah. that, right? But I, th- I think KD is so much better when he's you free know. safety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, um, and, and then he's al- been playing defense like that since he got to Phoenix, much, yeah. like really well. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and yeah, like that. Him and him, him and uh, Nick Claxton at the beginning of this season, like it was just yeah, it was it was like watching Al Horford and Rob. <laughs> 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 um, exactly the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think you sort of want to give him away to a one-on-one matchup with Kawhi Leonard because also yeah. like he's like Kawhi has the gas just despite despite needing to get be rested and getting injured a lot Kawhi has the gas to guard your best player and then be the best yeah. player on offense on the other end and yeah. I think KD doesn't have that anymore um but so I think you yeah I think you just like try to limit Kawhi as much as you can with like you know Tory Craig Josh Okogie <laughs> yeah. like double teams etc and you kind of just rely on the fact that there's really not much else going on for this Clippers team on offense. Like, mm. uh, what Russell? Yeah, Russell Westbrook could 
do what he did on offense on every single, you know, in every single game for the rest of this series. Like, you know, Eric Gordon's got a ceiling. Bones Highland is not very good. Yeah. Uh, Norman Powell and Terrence Mann, like, I guess they can do something. But when, you know, the next players down your roster are Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, yeah. like, you, I don't think you really have to worry too much about kind of I guess letting them get into too much of a rhythm and then overpowering you so that I like, is kind of what stands out when you look at their rosters like yeah. without without Paul George there yeah and I think it changes if, if he is able to come oh, back 100% I think it changes a lot because um, they, they started with with, with they, I actually thought they wouldn't have Kawhi guard um, Durant as much mm. as they would I kind of thought they're going to throw a lot of Nick Batum try mm. Norman Powell get under him Eric Gordon get under him just like throw different yeah. bodies at him yeah and let Kawhi go on offense but they they kind of Kawhi was their best option against him and yeah. still was able no, to it worked you know? him. but if he if he's able to chill out and have Paul George throw throw, yeah. throw the body at him and yeah or vice versa if Paul George yeah. is allowed to you know if if Paul George is uh, allowed to yeah just focus on his offensive game it's it's that it's the beauty of having those two like one A's you yeah. know where it's like yeah uh, you can kind of you can kind of trade trade the trade the load a little bit. Yeah. Like um, I know another team in the East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird to say that after the Clippers won that game, but like it, it like it feels like every every matchup is the every matchup is the Clippers to win. Like they yeah. have, they have to make up ground uh, yeah. on so much yeah. in the series. Yeah. Um, and. You just know, to even give themselves a shot because even if they have Paul George, like yeah. it's probably I might still pick the Suns. Yeah. Um, but every win they get is just like a game closer to maybe a Paul George return. Yeah. Well, I think he's I think he's most likely out for the rest of the series. So. Yeah. So Don't yeah. Don't tell me that. One. <laughs> <laughs> um. So have we just got we just got one more series here. Um, Everyone's favorite series. I God, it's like. so good. I can't believe we said the best for last. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings versus Golden State Warriors. They played the best playoff game. <laughs> I don't. It's got to be one of the best playoff games in the last like. Well, one of the best okay. playoff games I've ever watched since I started actively watching basketball. So that's like four years. That's like it was four awesome. playoffs. Um, the Golden One Center was just absolutely <laughs> throbbing. It's so fun having Sacramento good. Yeah, like their uniforms are awesome. Yeah. Their announcers are awesome. Oh, they got such a they got such a lovable team as well. Like, yeah, I know Sabonis can be a bit of a flopper and a dick in that European way, but like, <laughs> Darren Fox is just such a cutie. Like Kevin Hurd, Kevin Hurd, you're like, what the fuck's up with this yeah, guy? How did Har- this guy get so good? Harrison Barnes, um, man, like. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think that you know playing the Warriors in the playoffs would mean something to him, but obviously yeah. he does. Yeah. Like he's playing yeah. so well. Like he's just absolutely the leader, the level head on that team. Um, yeah, well, he he is their kind of oldest, longest tenured player. Mm, mm. Um, and like has been around the block. He's won. He's won championships. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Or yeah. Won he's had it. He's had an enormous. He's had an enormous overpay contract. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like he's played on contenders. He's played on rebuilding teams. He's played on like fucking like those Sacramento teams that weren't like bad enough to get a good draft yeah, pick, yeah, but, like yeah. weren't good enough to even sniff the playoffs. Um, and yeah, like he, like yeah, he, yeah, he loves the, he loves the ball club. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that first game, um, Kings started very very poorly. They mm. just 
having so many open shots and they just could not hit him. But they would they just stayed in it. They just really kept their head above water. Um they're like it's crazy. I, th- I think they've defended the Warriors incredibly well, yeah. considering the very poor <laughs> defensive tools they have. At their, <laughs> yeah. They have at their disposal. Darren Fox is working his ass off. Yeah, yeah, which is great to see. Um, and I think he said it in the press conference after game one. He was like, "Yeah, it's like the um, the Dover thing." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, he's not going to do anything to Steph, but you just have to stay with him. Yeah. You just have to keep him like you have to keep him moving and yeah. keep him thinking tire him out and like you know you can make the argument that like yeah if, if if you don't have yeah you can't stop Steph but if you don't have someone harrying him for you know 40 minutes maybe he hits that game at the end of yeah you know, he hits that shot at the end of game one yeah and he, he just could go off for 40 even if you are trying yeah, yeah so um but I think the thing that surprised me about Sacramento has been how level-headed they've been mm. like like you said they came out not that great to start game one. Work their way into it. They don't let Draymond Green get to them. Darren Fox has, like, no fear of the moment. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, incredible. Like, uh, he's, you think he'd been, like, on a playoff team for, like, five, yeah. five seasons. Yeah, the honestly. Way he plays. Um, and then, particularly today's game, um, Draymond Green's just a... Oh, I like Draymond God. Green, but... They actually really need him this series because the movement that Sacramento get on offense with Herder and Fox and even mm. the Keegan Murray and Malik Monk, mm. like he's the best in the league at blowing up um, offensive sets. Yeah. He knows everyone's sets. He sees things before they happen. Yeah. So him getting himself tossed out of that game was yeah. absolutely useless. Let DeMontis Sabonis get to him. Yeah. And I know he's annoying, but... The team needs you. And yeah. They just yeah, lost. Yeah, you're Green, man. You were meant yeah. to be getting to other people. <laughs> they just, like, um, Golden State lost all their uh, rhythm and momentum and were throwing up mm. desperation threes. And I know they got the two best three-point shooters of all time, but they're at their best when they can get layups. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on that note about Draymond Blake, you have to give Sabonis big props for getting him and Looney in, like, foul trouble early. Yeah. Like, I think Looney had... I think Looney had five fouls by like, you know, with like 10 to go in the third quarter or yeah. something like that. And then Draymond had five like very early in the fourth quarter, um, which, you know, because Sabonis was dreadful in game one. Like he was not, he wasn't getting to the line. He wasn't drawing fouls. He was missing layups um, and they still won by three points. Yeah. So like, I think it makes it very, very difficult for the Warriors. <sighs> like... This is the thing is you really, really felt like this was going to be like, all right, cool, Sacramento are going to have their yeah. fun and then the Warriors are going to like, you know, put their big boy pants on and win. It's so hard to come back from this position. Like one, 2-0 down uh, in a first round series. Like, yeah, you're the, you're, you don't have home court advantage. That's like naturally mm. going to happen. But that's, it means you're probably, you're going, well, you're at least going to six, you're probably going to seven. Yeah. Two, uh, Warriors, Warriors haven't Warriors haven't lost the first game of a series. They've lost like one first game of a series in Steph Curry's entire career. <laughs> they haven't lost the first two games of a series since two thousand seven. This is like foreign territory for them. Like yeah. to be yeah. coming down from this. Three, I actually didn't. I couldn't like pinpoint. Like obviously, there's things that they need to do better next game. Like 
stay out of foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, you know, like maybe throw something different at Sabonis because like the big body loony thing was working for a bit and now it's sort of like, all right, but like if you don't have loony there in the fourth at all, like what are you going to do about him? Yeah, I don't think loony has much of a role to play in this game unless he's finding a way to hit the hit the offensive glass. I just think he's a bit slow. Yeah, but like he did in the first game, he was really good at like just standing there and then Sabonis would be like, mm. oh, cool. Like I'm, I'm going to post him up and I'm going to yeah. do a really bad hook shot. And like, I think yeah. that's valuable is just like, you know, being strong enough that Sabonis can't bully himself to the ring, but like, mm. you know, he thinks he can. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree with you. Like I think, I don't think that's how you like stop him. Um, and yeah, and then it's just like, like Wiggins has played really well and he'll improve. Peyton has played really well. Peyton's been their best option on... um. On Fox, I think, but still, Fox has just been yeah, like, it's been awesome doing what he wants. Um, in that in the in the in the fourth quarter of the first game in particular, I think they threw Clay Wiggins, uh, Peyton at him like successively, mm. and like none of them were really stopping him from you know like crossing over, pulling up, getting yeah. to the rim. Like it it wasn't a very sort of convincing defensive performance because also they weren't like you know I think sometimes when a player gets hot like that yeah it's De'Aaron Fox but yeah like build a fucking wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like, like uh, yeah you got really good shooters around him but like you know Sabonis is clogging the paint Keegan Murray I think he's he he took one shot today <laughs> like, I like Keegan Murray I really he does like, like junky really stuff like, but yeah I really like Keegan Murray he does yeah he does good stuff yeah. on both ends like uh that you know doesn't really get noticed on a team yeah. with like you know yeah when Malik Monk is going off yeah. and uh, Damian tra- Mitchell's yeah where did he come from he, well, they drafted him two years ago and everyone was like why the fuck would you draft a yeah. five, five foot ten guy to put next to De'Aaron Fox yeah. like, <laughs> and then he's done he just did he did a, the, one of the better jobs on Steph yeah. I've seen oh yeah um, today he's he's like one of those like purpose built like Fred Van Vliet like, yeah. Steph defenders yeah. where it's like Dover. You're, you're just yeah yeah you're just gonna harry him for 20 minutes um yeah trey lyles had that <laughs> i was on i was watching the game here and i was on the phone to my mum like for ages just while trey lyles was just draining three yeah. i'm like oh my fucking god can we yeah. just hurry this conversation up and as soon as i hung it up like the warriors kind of like edged, edged the yeah. lead back in that about the time where you um you put in the group chat i wish i'd drafted trey yeah. lyles. <laughs> I didn't really know what you were talking about. I was like, hang on, what's going on? Um, but yeah, like, I don't know what... Like, what do you think the Warriors do in game three? Like, obviously, there is the tried and tested method of, like, you're the Golden State Warriors, just be better than the yeah. other team. <laughs> I, you know what? I hate to be boring, but I think that's the yeah. answer. It's like, Steph and, Steph and Clay got to make, got to be more efficient. Yeah. Like, I'm... They can't be making three of 15. Yeah. Um, they probably need uh, to get a little more out of the other guys. Mm. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. I mean, he had an okay game one. Um, Jonathan Kaminga, I think, has like an unlikely role to play in this series. Like, he's just a bit more mobile. If, um, he, if he's good, if he's good, they probably win. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he, if he plays as he's played at his best, during the season then like that's that's just like the extra something the Warriors need but like yeah but I just think they just need to be better yeah like Wiggins has got to got to find that 
form he had in the finals mm. last year where he's just more athletic than everyone. Yeah. He's hitting the glass, um, making his threes a bit more like... It just looks like their three-point shooting has just fallen off. Yeah. Um, and they've actually never been the most deep three-point shooting team. No. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, Steph and Clay, awesome. But Poole's a bit streaky. Dante DiVincenzo, he didn't even shoot the no, ball today. No, um, Andrew Wiggins isn't, you know, going to be a 40% three-point shooter ever. But mm. um, I just think they need those other guys to make some shots. And it looked like they were going to today when Draymond Green started the game with eight points and then decided they didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And people are thinking, I saw someone asking about, is he going to be suspended? I'd be surprised if he's suspended. No, I don't think he'll be suspended. Because um, um, he was he was tripped. I'll give him that. But He's also, um, he's got immunity from the league, like from <laughs> being suspended in the playoffs now. Like, he's what he, what he, yeah. he can do it every once and well, as many sack taps as he likes. Yeah. Well, I, I said something to Sean today and he's like, nah, he's got, yeah, he's got like the goodwill of the referees ever since Clutch Sports suspended him in game <laughs> six of 2016. <laughs> hey, you know who Draymond's Asian is now? It's Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. <laughs> Uh, he's on the side of the matrix hot take Draymond Green is going to play with LeBron James before his career ends yeah 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 yeah. on the Mavericks with Luka Doncic and Curry with whoever just LeBron Jr yeah yeah the Mavs that's why the Mavs that's why the Mavs sat Luka and Curry didn't realise Bronny's not getting drafted for another year do you think Sacramento wins this series I think they do now I do too. I, I think they had... It's really the, it's really hard to come back from 2-0 down, for one. Mm. Golden State Warriors have sucked on the road all year. And I think going into the playoffs, everyone thought, uh, it's noise. Like They're probably not as bad as their road record is, probably not as good as their home record mm. is. Mm. Um, that'll even out and just doesn't look like it has. No. I think I wouldn't surprise me if Golden State win the next two. Yeah. Um, and then who knows? Coin flip. But... I just don't trust them on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I completely agree with you. I think I think Sacramento also just have I f- like I feel like they'll take one of those games. Yeah, I just, I just they want it. They, you know, it's 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 rare when you get a team that's like so good like they mm. are, but also the vibe is <laughs> the vibe is so. There, high. It will be a test though. Game <laughs> yeah. three, yeah. young team in one of the loudest arenas. Yeah, um, against a team that's done it all, yeah. but. I think the I think Darren Fox lives for this. Kevin Hurd oh, is like he's quickly becoming my favorite player. Yeah, it's it's actually it's really hard to see the Warriors winning any of these games if they're close going into the fourth. Yeah, like because yeah. you know I, I can't. It, I hate when people are like oh yeah Darren Fox he's the best clutch performer in the league. It's like yeah, but, oh, but, he, but he is. is. <laughs> he really is. He's like making timely threes <laughs> yeah. and like dribble pull ups. Yeah. I don't remember him ever making. Oh my god! I swear, three years ago he was just really fast. That's yeah. the, all oh, anyone yeah, had to yeah, say yeah, about yeah. him. And now he's got that great. It's actually been really fun as a sort of macro thing for the playoffs. Watching yeah. like him, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell doing the like, you know, the yeah. like crossover, crossover, like inch towards the basket, yeah. inch towards the basket, yeah. and then like deep two. Yeah, um, it's just it's just the nice. It's, it's they're like, in their bag. The, the statistic statistically the least efficient shot you can take, and it's just like it's the playoff. You know what? Shot. Though, like, there's such a, there's so many moments where in the playoffs you just need a basket. Yeah, like, it it doesn't matter if it's a two or it's a three. Yeah, it just needs to go in. Mm. Um, and if you can, so for example, it's two point game. You get any shot, all of a sudden it's two possession game, yeah. and those shots are really big. 
Yeah. And if you have a move that you can get to, which De'Aaron Fox looks like he does, he has all those flip shots around mm. the ring. Mm. Um, it can put the game out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Uh, great series though. Going to just absolutely be watching every single <laughs> yeah. every single minute of it. Had it on at work today. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up, Sam. Um, fucking fair tilt there that's 80 minutes <laughs> 80 Ooh. minutes of podcasting and two pizzas later um do you any any last predictions like does boston win it all is there any is there any team that, that you fear coming out of the west the team that scares me most coming out of the west probably phoenix mm. i think i mm. don't think watching golden state now not scared of them anymore. Sorry. Um, Sacramento, nah. Yeah. Uh, Denver would be the other one. I think our bigs probably don't match up well with Jokic. Yeah. We like to be helping off a guys rather than bodying but, up. But you win every other single but, part of the floor, yeah. <laughs> floor in that series. Um, and then yeah. in the East, just Milwaukee. But watching, you know, depending on how, how hurt Antetokounmpo is, yeah. they, they need Antetokounmpo at 100%. Yeah, 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 and it could be a pretty. It, it, even though you'll beat Philly, I think it could be a. It yeah. could be a tough series. It could be. Mm. It could be a. It could be a long oh. and physical and difficult series. I'm not Embiid's biggest fan, but you know he's he's the MVP this year. Yeah. I would I would think, mm. and he's bloody good at basketball. Yeah. All right. Well. Sam, pleasure as always. Thank you so much uh, for having me, Marco. Hopefully, hopefully, get you in one more time before we get Lukey back in the big seat. Um, but yeah, speak to you then. Thanks, Marco. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Marco Holden Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse, with production by Mock B. Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7 a.m.